We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Stan Bunger. I'm Susan Lee Taylor. Researchers in China are suggesting the coronavirus, newly named COVID-19, may have jumped to humans from one of the most trafficked animals on the planet. As KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, a San Francisco-based endangered species rescue group says it's an animal that's often found in overseas Chinese markets. Yeah, Susan, it's called a pangolin, an anteater prized for its meat and its keratin-filled scales used in traditional Chinese medicine to treat things like rheumatoid. They may not be the origin, but an intermediate host. Peter Knight is CEO of Wild Aid, a San Francisco-based group trying to reduce the demand for endangered species products like rhino horn or shark's fin. He says the pangolins aren't easy to find in the wild. They hide in holes and have to be tracked with dogs and hunters. Can I see a pangolin? They kind of laugh at you because they've been there 30 years. They've never seen one. So these are very elusive and shy animals. And consequently, when they're in these markets all together in these light and harsh conditions. They're extremely stressed out. Stacked up in filthy cages, which makes them ripe for disease, which is why he urges the closure of overseas animal markets. You know, just stay away from them. And if you go and try and kill them, you do have a chance of transmitting something. But if you just leave them alone, then there's no, no risk whatsoever. Paul Kwan, KCBS. Thanks, Ali. If you had your car window smashed in San Francisco... Could the city pay for the problem? Maybe. KCBS's Mad Bigler reporting of new DA Chase Boudin wants to address the city's epidemic of vehicle burglaries. At least one aspect would be this. Matt? Uh, Stan, last year there were over 25,000 vehicle break-ins in San Francisco, pushing the city's property crime rate to the highest in the U.S. One of the hot spots for smash-and-grab burglaries right here, the parking lot of the Diamond Heights Safeway. Have you ever been a victim? Uh, No, but I've had a ton of friends had their cars breaking into this year. I told Josiah Lau about this proposal from DA Chase of Boudin to reimburse San Franciscans for the cost of those broken windows. And he had a surprising response. I mean, I think it would be great, but I think that it would increase burglaries around the neighborhood uh, because that kind of makes makes it where people don't really care too much because they just figure, oh, well, they're going to get reimbursed anyway. Later today, Boudin will reportedly announce his idea for an auto burglary assistance program. If approved by Mayor London Breed, the window fund is expected to cost the city $1.5 million. At the Diamond Heights Safeway in San Francisco, Matt Bigler, KCBS. More money, better equipment, and improved coordination. That's what California fire chiefs told state legislators they need to at least try to fix the wildfire mutual aid system. More on the story now from KCBS reporter Doug Sovereign. A joint legislative committee of state senators and assembly members heard Santa Rosa Fire Chief Anthony Gossner tell them wildfires are not what they used to be. The fires that we are experiencing are burning hotter, faster. They're not laying down at night. They're They're burning just as good at night as they are in the daylight. And the state's mutual aid system has not kept pace, which is why Ventura County Fire Chief Mark Lorenzen testified about frustrated survivors of the devastating Thomas fire, wondering where the outside help was. The consistent message was there wasn't enough resources. There weren't engines in my neighborhood. There weren't engines at my house. And I think probably the most powerful thing was just to acknowledge that. 
and to say, you're right, there weren't, and there probably never will be. Gossner agreed, saying the system needs modernization and infusion of cash and gear and communication, but even then... You'll never have enough to deal with all the entities that you need, all the issues that you need to, to deal with. Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.